This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generated to dictate the direction of the conversation. Welcome to a lovely, lovely episode. I'm one of your hosts and my name is Vinny. Hello. Hello, partner. How are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what that is, but we'll just go with it. I'm the other host, Drew, as you might know. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, but I have a, a sneaking suspicion that you are all repeat listeners. Every one of the listeners is repeat. If you're new and you feel disenfranchised by this intro, that's fine. That's fine. But you're losing out if you leave right now. I'm just telling you that much. Yeah, we got we bring some treasure every episode. Yeah, and the cool thing is that we don't know what we're going to talk about. It just happens. It's two buds. Just have it a chin wag, as as you Aussies say. <laughs> And we hope to we hope to make you chuckle uh, in your car or while you're cleaning your house. I put a, I threw on a podcast while I was doing some sweeping, doing some domestic work, um, definitely uh, doing the house cleaning in my speedo. Because is there any other way to do house cleaning? No. So in your budgie picture, smuggler? Yeah, just in my what? You were smuggling a budgie in your a budgie uh, you were doing house smuggler. Budgie smuggler. Is that what yeah. you call a speedo? Yeah. Or is that just like what happens when your underwear gets lost? Because if you get a small bird it. and stick it in your undies, it kind of looks like the shape of a cock and balls. And a budgie Jeez. is a bird, I'm guessing. Budgie is a budgerigard, which you guys... What do you guys call budgerigards here? What do you call them? It's a bird that's native to Australia, but what do you guys call them? A bud... I've never fucking heard of that. Is it? So it's native... A kookaburra? It's not a kookaburra. Uh, God is the bird, but what do you guys call them over here? I don't even fucking know. I feel like you guys call them a different name here. I've never heard of a guard before, so. It's just like, it's a common, oh, you guys call them a parakeet, parakeet. So, or in American <laughs> English, the parakeet. We call them a budgie. A budgie? No, it's but a it's parakeet, some... you idiot. Oh, wait a sec. This motherfucker's native to Australia, so I think we're right in this one, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny. I grew up seeing these shits in the wild, and they're in every pet store here. Um, just like everything else that's smuggled into this country, including, yeah. including penises and underpants. Um, yeah, I don't know. We call them budgies. Some motherfucker in Australia, just like we like to come up with stupid nicknames for everything, was like, oh, you know what? If I got a budgie and stuck it in me speedos, I'd be smuggling a budgie. Therefore, speedos are budgie smugglers. That's another that's another thing. Uh, that's another thing that is is named by the brand. Right. Like speedo is the brand. Yeah. Same. Same with like I think we've discussed this before, like but like Q-tip. Kleenex, those are all like brands that everyone uses on a day-to-day basis to describe the object, object, but you know, Kleenexes are actually just tissues, but everyone's like, oh, can you pass the Kleenex? And and then some 
nerdy dude in the corner is like, actually, this is the Vaughn's signature brand, so it's not a Kleenex. <laughs> it's a Are you that tissue. person in the room? Because <laughs> I call them tissues. It's just what I grew up calling them. Well, that's because you're from Australia nerdy. and you don't know what Kleenex is. <laughs> but what do you call Q-tips? Fucking cotton swabs or, or ear uh, brain itchers? I don't know. What <laughs> we, we call them ear hole sticks. Ear hole sticks. Is there... Okay. <laughs> Real talk for a second. Is there anything yes. that feels better than cleaning your ears right after you get out of the shower? It's it's up there. Honestly, it's, up it's there. like one cleaning cleaning your ears, and then just a close second is ejaculation slash orgasm. <laughs> it's like it's like a real close one too. Um, and third on that tier is uh, giving your gooch just a little bit of a longer dry when you get out of the shower than it needs, just a little bit longer, you know. Between the yeah. uh, butthole and the, people, and the testes, yeah. people don't understand that the gooch can get quite itchy. Um, so you just gotta you gotta dry it, and it's a little bit of an itch too, you know. Yeah, like just dry it longer than you like. You know, most of the water's probably been absorbed. Maybe a little bit more moisture, but you're just getting it in there, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is too far. Looks like I'm fondling my anus. So to recap, one, cleaning your ears. A close second is orgasm, and third is. <laughs> Drying your gooch longer than it needs to be dried. <laughs> Can we just talk about... All right, you brought this up with the fucking ear hole orgasm shit. Has anybody... Someone's ejaculated from cleaning out their ears. There's got to be someone that's peaked orgasm. Do you think so? Oh, hell yeah. There's some sensitive... Sensitive new age man. I'm not saying he's a sensitive man and and, and therefore inferior, but uh, he's just a sensitive man. Uh, and you need to be soft and quiet uh, yeah. and take your time with him. And he stuck it in there too long and uh, some cream came out of his hot dog. I don't know if I envy or loathe the person that doesn't need to stroke the cock for an orgasm. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if I'm angry about that or if I'm jealous. I don't know. <laughs> Any new experience. He was... Uh... Raised in a household uh, and never left the house. So any new experience, he goes out. He touched the uh, slurpy, um, the slurpy cup, and orgasmed in Seven <laughs> Eleven. He just like opens his door and was just like, "Oh!" And you're like, "What, Jimmy? What happened there? What are you okay?" And the, the wind, the wind just tickled the tip of my nose just right, and I came. <laughs> I love my favorite poor Jimmy. Every every go to fake person on this podcast that true picks up. Pretty sure ninety five percent of the time it's Jimmy. Is that true? You think so? Jimmy Jimmy's just my go to random dude who comes no, when yeah. the wind tickles his nose. All right. By the way, really quick too. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought about this. Something about like new experiences and coming even though it didn't feel that great i had my i I had my eyebrows waxed for the first time i know you're gonna be like oh what you got your eyebrows waxed i had my eyebrows waxed for the first time um my fiance's brother's girlfriend is kind of like practicing to be like an esthetician like a face person and so she was like hey like you got some bushy ass eyebrows and i'm like all right cool What? All right, sure. And she was like, let me wax them for you. And so she like, you know, she like 
it waxed the middle of my eyebrows and got like kind of the outsides. They're still bushy as fuck, right? Like they're not like cleaned up by any means, but I no disrespect to her, but I could not have told you that they'd been waxed. I have no idea. No, I mean, you can't really tell, right? Like they look like fucking eyebrows, but she did. Apparently my fiance was like, yeah, you got a bit of a unibrow. Like they were just giving me shit. I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me this before? Like, I didn't think I had that bad of a unibrow. Like, why wouldn't you fucking say something? Right. So like, (laughs) I was, I was like all of a sudden self-conscious, like Jesus, apparently I have a fucking, I'm walking around like a, like a, like a fucking caveman (laughs) with with my unibrow. (laughs) So they, they cleaned it up. She cleaned it up for me. It wasn't. It didn't hurt that bad, to be honest. But they told me that the underneath of the eyebrow is what really hurts, and I they didn't clean that up. She didn't clean that up for me, uh, and I did not orgasm. If we're if you know, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Let's bounce from there straight into uh, this wonderful company based in Australia. Uh, established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Bantech is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. And if you could see my hat, which the listener can't see, it says I.I. Captain. Yeah, Drew had a different hat on and I said, hey... Buddy, you got that hat for Christmas uh, many moons ago. You think you could wear that once in a while? (laughs) At a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets, you can find all their wonderful products at www.bentech.com.au. Yeah. It's the new web address. No, www.bentech.com.au. Bentech, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Bentech. Of course. It's beautiful that our podcast is beautiful. sponsored by a beautiful company. And but by the way, for the record, just just so everyone knows, I've not once seen you wear the II Captain hat. I'm not saying you don't wear it, but I'm just saying you don't fucking wear it during our podcast when we see each other. Okay, so don't don't just like throw me under the bus here and be like, ah, he never fucking reps II Captain hats, you know. <laughs> I'm really, really, really sorry. Thank you. We can now proceed with the podcast now that I've gotten the apology. (laughs) All right, here's how it works. I have the random topic generator. I'm going to press the button. It's going to spit out a random topic, something we've not seen before. And of recent, Vinny and I have decided that we're going to switch it up. We're going to do a one word and talk about it. So uh, here we go. I have the button. Are you ready? Mash it. All right, let's do it. The random topic today is the wonderful topic of cheese. <laughs> How long is it going to take for us to talk about dick cheese? <laughs> I, I know. I was I was thinking the same thing. Like, all right, are we just going to get it out of the way right right after right after? cheese happens like all right and the random topic is cheese and Vinny's like dick cheese like couldn't just couldn't couldn't wait (laughs) i just i mean it doesn't make me dislike cheese anymore but i don't know why someone had to call that stuff i mean the technical term for dick cheese is sebum i believe something like that yeah maybe yeah 
I've I I don't honestly I don't know. Is it just like a buildup of moisture and dead skin cells? Is that what it is? <laughs> so someone's gonna have to Google it so we can get the official answer. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Vinny just typed in his keyboard. What is dick cheese? Question mark into Google. Oh, that's one hundred percent. Oh, it's not. It's not sebum. It's smegma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. It is. It is smegma. Not schmegma. There's no H in there, but it is smegma. Yeah, that's a fun word. (laughs) Smegma isn't a very common word. Perhaps partly because of so many of us are circumcised. But what? But what it names a cheese-like secretion that accumulates under the foreskin. And around the clitoris as well. Oh, okay. So smegma can can is is uh, non-discriminate. It can can be for women or men. <laughs> it's also called dick cheese. <laughs> okay, what is it though? It, it just it just says secretion. It's really secretion. So it's something our body That's, just like pumps out. I guess. I guess. And I guess it's like you need to fold your flaps back, bro. Here's some smegma to to help you. Uh, I, it's got this one. This I don't. This is coming from some random website, and, and then it just goes. Uh, but what it names is disgusting, and ironically, smegma comes from a Greek word for soap. <laughs> so smegma is. This is according to Wikipedia, so it's it's very credible. Smegma is a combination of shed skin cells, skin oils, and moisture. It occurs in both male and female mammalian genitalia. Smegma collects under the foreskin. I like, you can always rely on urban dictionary just for some like funny ass like uses of the word. So urban dictionaries uh, go to, you know how many people are gagging at the start of this episode? We're like, what, 10, 15 minutes into this episode and everybody's just like, ugh. Um, We're getting out of the way now, so we can just get straight into the real cheesy stuff. Uh, His dick smelt like a fucking sewer, bruh. That man had a serious case of dick cheese. (laughs) Sewer, bruh. Um, WebMD, the first sentence on here when searching smegma, says smegma is the thick, white, cheesy substance that collects under the foreskin of the penis. So it yeah, it's just it's just men who don't ever like you know, roll their roll their flaps back and really get in there. <laughs> it's just men who don't roll their flaps back and don't get in there. Wash your shit. Yeah, come on, come on, gentlemen. Like this this is just one just one of the many reasons why you might not get women. If you're not cleaning this... your penis enough. Circumcised or uncircumcised, if you're not cleaning it, think about cleaning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've i never experienced smegma or dick cheese. Um, so you may take that as I am circumcised or I am very hygienic with my genitalia. It could be one of the two. It could be both. Who knows? I love the mystery. It, yeah, it will remain a mystery. <laughs> We've been pretty open on this podcast, but I don't think we need to go with the. Uh... We did talk about both of our ball, our our, our t- 
testicle experiences last podcast. So pretty True. openly. Pretty. That's but like as a young man, like as much as you find without one testicle, that's 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 scary. It's traumatic, right? True. Yeah. I mean, I know I laughed a lot that episode. I just laugh a lot in general, but. Drew's was, I felt particularly bad for you just because of the shit you had to go, the pain through you. Mine was not painful. I just had a lump that dissipated after a while, but yeah, yours was clearly traumatic. And then you had fucking Karen or what was Dude, her name? Charlene Carol or something? Or Sharon or whatever the goddamn name or what, whatever her name was. It was, it was not a pleasant experience. I hate her. <laughs> I hate that lady. She's just an innocent, an innocent fucking, uh, what is it called? Why am I blinking on what that shit is called? Um, the the shit that you go when you're pregnant. Snag- no, like oh ultrasound. Yeah, ultrasound. Fuck. She's a she's a pleasant ultrasound technician at the urgent care down in Oceanside. Like I'm sure she's not a mean lady. She you know she's probably bummed because that's all she became was an ultrasound technician. So maybe the, maybe she was taking out her anger on my testes. But I hate her. She was like, you know what? I could be like given so, like a lovely couple some great news about their baby and how healthy it looks. And is it a? I can see its little penis. Oh, look, it's got She's a little like, vagina. Yeah, it's a nope. boy or a girl. Today She's I'm like, measuring no. the width and <laughs> depth and length of a fucking cyst on a man's testicle, a young man's, a strapping young lad's <laughs> testicle. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me. Um, so are you, uh, I, I'm good. I'm choosing to remain, have it remain a mystery because I think it's more fun that way. Are you circumcised or uncircumcised? I don't want to, look, I'm willing to reveal a lot this podcast. I don't want to talk about, I want to leave some mystery there too. All right, cool. I want to be a little bit of a, you know, you're a national man of mystery. I'm an international man of mystery. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a white American. You're a white Australian. That makes you international and me national. Go okay. On. Um, Just two whiteys on a podcast. Yeah, so now that we've gotten the dick cheese portion of the cheese podcast out of the way. <laughs> Too much. Um, well, <laughs> how do you feel about regular cheese? Dude, I, I've i talked about it before. I generally primarily vegetarian. I don't hold to it. I won't let it get in the way of like a good meal or if something's off it. I, I do eat meat. I just don't eat it a lot. Uh, cheese is one thing I don't think I could take out of my diet. I really, it honestly, you bring that up and we, and, and Haley and I, my fiance and I, um, we, we did try, like we not try, I should say we do well when we cook from home, we almost exclusively cook vegan except for fucking cheese. It, 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 on it, like there's no good substitute for it. Like, Milks, like there's plenty of milk options out there, right? Mm, like you have right? almond milk, which I don't really particularly like. Um, my favorite is oat milk. I think oat milk is delectable. I've cooked with it before. It kind of thickens up like regular milk. Uh, so it's a really good substitute. Uh, you have even meat substitutes, right? Like a soy, like a soy chorizo, throw it in an omelet. Although eggs are fucking dairy, so you know. If you're trying to cook vegan, maybe not. But like, throw it in a little. Are eggs hash. really considered dairy? 
Uh, yeah, it's not vegan because it comes from an. No, animal. I know. I what? Yeah, I know it's not. I don't know vegan. if it's considered kidding. dairy. Maybe that's stupid of me to say, but it's it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's an animal product, so. Uh, but throw it in maybe like a little scram, like a like a hash, like a potato hash with some soy riso. You know, some some potatoes, some bell peppers, some onions, some jalapenos if you like it spicy. Some soy riso in there from Tra- Trader Joe's. Shout out Trader Joe's. You got a nice little nice little breakfast. Toast some toast. Maybe put some of that hash on the toast. Is your mouth yeah, watering I... yet? Because mine is. <laughs> we. We also, like, are pretty exclusive to um, non... Well, we don't drink milk at all, to be honest. We don't drink any milk. It's just what my kids have grown up with. It's just... I definitely am lactose intolerant. Not, like, aggressively, but milk gets me. Mm. It doesn't... I don't think it's ever really affected me the cheese, ice cream, yogurt. But if I... Uh, if I eat some bloody... Uh, if I drink a glass of milk... Whew, it is a trip to Poo Poo Town. Is it? So, uh, yeah. So, you definitely have, like, some either uh, allergy or, like, intolerance. Yes, definitely. But I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know if it's just the way cheese is, like, fermented and processed. As with yogurt, uh, the, there's good bacteria and stuff in those, maybe. I don't know. Those just don't really get me. I'm, I think if I've eaten enough ice cream, that's another trip to... Uh, uh, the Pucano. Uh Yeah, it's not Another good. Trip you to want to toilet town? <laughs> toilet town. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, cheese is just one of those things. I like it too much. Uh, I probably eat it at least once a day. I love all the various. Yeah, what's weird your favorite type of cheese? cheese? Do you have a favorite type? What's your favorite apple? So give me your favorite type of cheese, and then give me your favorite application of cheese. I fuck with some like stinky blue cheese. Oh, of course you do, dude. Just of just course like you some do. strong, pungent like English, like some blue Stilton. Just that stinky. Some fucking stinky Telegio. Oh yeah, dude. But yeah, blue. I I really like some blue cheese. I love it. Uh, what my favorite way to do blue cheese? Uh, if you get like a baguette or something, Trader Joe's supermarket. You put it in the oven, you get it nice and warm and toasty. Take it out, slice it up, put some blue cheese on one of those. Squeeze a little bit of honey over uh, over it. If you, honey uh, and blue cheese. Wow, look at this oh, guy, dude. dude. Honey and cheese in general. It's a great combo. I know some people out there are going to be fucking turning up their nose. Like, what the fuck is this shit? It's salty and sweet. That's what it fucking is. But, uh... Yeah, you see, you go to a fancy restaurant, you might find some honey on the cheese platter, okay? Okay, so some stinky blue cheese is is your preference. And you just you just like to eat it like that? Or are you sprinkling it on a salad? Are you melting it in a three cheese quesadilla? What what's the what's the application here? Oh, like I said, baguette. Blue cheese on a baguette. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed I missed it that little bit. Yeah. Slice slice that up. Squeeze a little bit of honey on it. Uh, I like that. I like it that. That's definitely probably one. No, I don't say it's my favorite. It's definitely up there, though. What about you? What you go to? I'm gonna be cheese? basic with cheese. Honestly, I haven't. I haven't really expanded my my taste, my palate for cheese. I like a nice sharp cheddar. Um, mm, okay. I like it to be 
uh, one, one of my, I, I love nacho. Like, honestly, I feel like it goes under the radar, but like homemade nachos with some good corn tortilla chips or, or white, even white corn tortilla chips, maybe some beans, some black beans that have been sauteed with onions and spices, mm. various spices. Throw that shit either in the oven if you got some time or in the micro, just zap it. Some the thick, micro, dude, dude. Some thick cut sharp cheddar cheese. I'm, I'm, I. That's it's pretty tasty. What's your most adventurous cheese? What's what's going out of your like realm there where you've had it and you're like, okay, all right, I'm, I do this. I also, I'm a sucker for some brie too. I love not a big brie, brie guy. Like I like the soft cheese, and I actually don't even really like the taste of brie. Um. To be honest, I'm not. I haven't been super adventurous with cheese. Like a white, like a smoky white aged cheddar is good too. Um, okay, we're going back into white cheese territory. I'm I'm just trying to think. Like honestly, like I have cheese every once in a while at my dad's because he's a big wino, and you know he'll put together a nice little charcuterie, you know, uh, charcuterie, you know, dish um, platter, if you will, but. Yeah, I I, uh, I I haven't been very quite. I haven't been very adventurous with my cheeses. Let it be known, I have not. I, I've said it before. I have not had the chance to meet Drew's parents. It's downright disappointing. It's a crime at this point. <laughs> Drew's met my mum. At this point, they're good pals. That's true. Uh, uh, your mom has been very sweet. She she'll uh, text me maybe once a year. I don't know for what, but once a year she'll. You know, she when I got engaged, she sent a really sweet message to me. Her and her and uh, um, Tim, the the uh, generous owner of of Bentec. So um, yeah, I I I'm in love with your mom. Uh, so <laughs> um, I'm in love with your mom. Period. Uh, uh, and I have not. Uh, I, Drew's even fucking FaceTime with my dad. I haven't had to meet him. He talks about his dad. His dad's a wine connoisseur. His dad has cheese platters. I feel like we could be pretty good pals. I really do. Listen, Just it, hanging out it, and drinking some... It was bound to happen. And then and then this COVID shit really fucked us up, you know? Like, we were on, on our way. I think I had invited you over for a couple, like, 4th of July parties or something at my mom's. You, you could have met my mom, you know? Um, not Not blaming you. That's not what I'm doing. It just, you know, it was going to happen. It was bound to happen sooner or later. And then, you know, COVID just comes in and, and really throws a throws a wrench in our Gucci's. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's true. Um, what's your stance on American cheese? American cheese slices like Kraft Singles. It, it feels lazy. It feels like a lazy thing to to. I, I'm not a huge fan. I will say like Kraft mac and cheese, I fuck with, but but like the the you know the single you know the one that has the paper in between, like you know the the slabs of cheese. Not, not not not. I don't love it. I don't love Kraft it. singles though. That's fucking burger cheese to me. Yeah, probably that's true. That I mean, every burger probably know, uses just... American cheese. That's fine. I know it's I know it's not good, but there's just something about like American cheese and a burger. Like I know there's probably like a nicer like 
cheddar that you can put on a burger, but I don't know, dude. Kraft Singles on a burger, like that's the burger taste to me. Yeah, you know I mean? I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, how do you feel about pepper jack cheese? I feel like some people are Ooh. are Ooh. not sure about got, pepper jack, but what's what's the, I mean, unless if you're if you're a bit of a punan and you don't like the spice, I guess maybe maybe uh, I might but, argue that cheese and spice should not mix. Oh, but you're not going to argue that because I know that you like you fuck with some I cheese fuck with some and pepper some jack. spice. I fuck, I fuck with some pepper jack. You're right. <laughs> do you do you get the uh, if you you go to uh, Chick Fil A? Are you uh, a spicy chicken sandwich guy with the pepper jack? Ooh, with the pepper jack? No, no, oh, I haven't okay. tried that. Just but too but much spice. Maybe that's a good call. I am a spicy chicken guy, um, but maybe I want to say that. Is cheese extra, or does it come with cheese with the deluxe well, package? Just, well, yeah, I only get the deluxe, dude. Because I mean, you gotta have the pickles, and the lettuce is there for some for some consistency, for some texture. Who who goes to Chick Fil A and just gets a standard chicken sandwich? I think I think a lot of people do. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure those people probably drink Diet Coke as well. Hey, don't fuck with my Diet Coke! <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a dietary. No, that, actually, really quick, <laughs> Coke Zero way better than Diet Coke, in my opinion. I fuck with some Coke Zero, so. <laughs> uh, so what did we found out this episode? We found out that Drew likes a good uh, cheddar cheese, and he likes a good uh, Coke Zero too. And we're not sure if Drew is circumcised. Or just very hygienic with his uncircumcised penis. That's kind of what we're where we're at with this podcast. Maybe we'll do a poll on Instagram. <laughs> Is Drew circumcised or not? Um, <laughs> I have another cheese question for you. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So, so you're so you're saying spicy chicken at Chick Fil A. You're saying spicy chicken with the pepper jack is the way to go. Well, they ask right, and I'm like. Do I look like a basic bitch to you? Am I wearing Uggs right now with short, jort, cut jeans? Do, do I, I have a uh, pumpkin have spice a... latte in my left hand? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do I look like the kind of person that's going to say, oh, it's too spicy? No. I'm like, no, ma'am. Ma'am, all I put in this was pepper. Pepper does have some spice, but it's not chili. Um... Yeah, no, I have to. Yeah, I got the. You got to go the Peppy Jack, the Peppy Jack. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna challenge you next uh, Chick Fil A visit. You get that spicy sandwich. Go the Pep. Okay. What sauce do you add to you? Do you add? Do you do you open the bun and squirt a sauce in there? Or are you a squirter? I'm a on dipper. The... Believe it or not, I'm a dipper. Oh, okay. And right. Chick Fil A has big enough cups to be able to to be able to get some good sauce on there. I, th- I feel like I'm rare here, but I like the Polynesian sauce, and I don't. Th- I don't think a lot of people fuck with the Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A. There's not. Look, the sauces there I like more than others, but I actually generally enjoy most of the sauces as a whole. They do. They have this garlicky herb ranch, also fire. Love that. Um, yeah, I uh, I like a lot of the sauces there. There's like a sweet and tangy, spicy sriracha sauce. That one's pretty good. I like that one. Um, what about just like the regular Chick-fil-A sauce? 
that's good. I often get buffalo. I sometimes I put that on there. When you have the pepper jack, you have the spicy chicken, and you have the buffalo. Ooh, that'll that'll t- that'll take you to toilet town in a different way. <laughs> that'll make some live lava creep out of your bum hole. Yeah, that's what that will do. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so next time I go to Chick Fil A, I will do the spicy chicken with the pepper jack, and maybe I'll do some some of the garlic ranch. Did you say garlic ranch? What was the ranch option that they had there? There's a garlic herb ranch. That sounds is... great. That sounds like a perfect combo. Spicy chicken with pepper jack, cool it down with some garlic herb ranch. Oof. Yes. Yeah, okay. Do that. Um, what I want to say is of all... I've never had this cheese, but of all the cheeses I've heard of in the world, there's a cheese I think that comes from Greece or Italy, and they ferment it in a dried stomach of a sheep. Okay. And there's still like bacteria or some shit in there which helps the cheese ferment. And all I want to say is I would try it. Um, Sardinian cheese? Oh, I like... Drew just went for the look up. You found it? Um, maybe not. Oh, this is this is the one that's fermented with maggots, basically. Would you try that? Oh, you said maggots? Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? I don't know. But it's fermented with maggots? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. It literally, uh, is, it's called casu marzu, and it and it translates you... to rotten cheese. And it's sheep's milk, sheep's milk pecorino base, which is fermented with larva from the aptly named cheese fly. Ooh. The maggots digest the fat from the cheese, making the texture soft and creamy. The only caveat yeah. is that the cheese must be eaten while the maggots are alive. Once they die off, it is believed that the cheese becomes inedible. So there's maggots crawling around on your cheese while you're eating it. Damn. I thought I would try it, and then you said shit about maggots, and I was like, ooh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's tough. S- that's tough. Did you see a picture of this cheese? Yeah, let me show it to you. It doesn't look too bad, but... No, it doesn't. Yeah. But it kind of looks like a fucked up, like, just white cake. Ooh, that one does not look good. Uh, I saw it once on a... There was a guy in Australia who did like a... He was a cheese expert or something. He did a sh- show where he traveled around the world and ate different types of cheeses. And I just remember seeing this one that's like fermented in the stomach of a sheep or something. They poured the milk back in there. And I didn't know maggots were in there, though. I did not know that. I don't know if that's the same thing. It might be different, but... Oh, I just found the maggot cheese. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've eaten bugs before. I don't know if I'm down to have maggots and dairy. That's have you had live bugs or just dry, uh, like dried out, like cooked bugs, roasted uh, bugs? I feel like you've probably seen them. I you go to like those um like food gift shoppy places in like you know um uh like touristy areas and they have a bunch of like candies. They have little packs of like dried flavored crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had I've had that... some of those from like straight out of Mexico, like a chili limon cricket. What was your uh, take on it? it? Just tastes like a nut, right? Listen, it what? Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't taste bad. 
it was just that you had to get past the mental fact that there was a cricket in your mouth and the legs the legs were a little bit unsettling like i couldn't i couldn't get one out of my teeth for a little while that was that was a bummer but it didn't taste bad it was you know it was powdered with like a chili limon sauce uh, like powder which was good um yeah my ones were salt and vinegar they were way more like basic chip flavoring but uh i feel yeah it was, i feel like some like fresh fried ones with some flavoring on them and some icy cold boys from the mm. the uh the cooler Ooh, i feel like on a summer day you're getting a little bit you're getting a little bit of a buzz on i bet you those things go down a treat yeah Could be a snack sure um okay i have one more question about cheese for you okay and then we can move on to how much does that sound good yes yep all right. What is your preferred cheese to put on a sandwich? Um, like a cold sub. Oh, like if I go to a place? Sure, yeah. We don't always have it. I do like provolone on a sandwich just because it's like a it's a pretty it's a pretty like mild, but it you know, it's there, you can taste it. Uh, I didn't know for the longest time that provolone is just aged mozzarella. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just right. mozzarella that like gets to age a little bit longer. I did not know that about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I like provolone. We typically just have like a kind of a, a cheddar mm-hmm. in the fridge, like a big you know one of the big blocks of like a you know a sharp cheddar is usually the ones that we typically have and that's what we typically have i'm a big fan of melting cheese honestly yeah <coughs> yeah more times than not if i make a sandwich i will stick that under the broiler and just oh, I'll, get a little dude, bit of color I was on it mate. go there with that and you beat me to it but you just slap some mayonnaise on one on one end of the bread you slap the cheese you let the cheese get a little melty you get a light toast on the sandwich you get it warm enough to where the meat whatever meat you choose ham turkey Warms up a little bit. Oh, what it! It's such a it. People don't think about it. They're just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking make a deli sandwich for lunch today. And you, you know, if you want to be a little nifty one day, slap that broiler on, put the sandwich on there, straight on the rack, if you will, if you feel like it. Pop it out. Have a have a nice little toasty sandwich. You know the one the one. One of the wildest thing I think is that. So, what's your go-to cheese on a sandwich if you're at, at it's like a sub or something? Provolone, yeah, provolone. Oh, provolone, yeah. yeah. We don't always have it, but I do. I do like it. It's just convenient. You know, you can usually get you like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna double up. I'll have two pieces on here. A little bit of overlap. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I was thinking though? With like, there's so many wild cheeses out there, and the way they age them, and then like the science of aging them, but and then some of those cheeses out there, like they they sit on a, a wooden rack in a big fucking shed somewhere mm-hmm. and sometimes they take them down they give them another salt bath to season it and they put them back up and they dry them it's just wild the other thing i was thinking about is some cheeses i think like gruyere is aged in like fucking special caves mm-hmm. like some motherfucker was like this cheese is valuable to me where's somewhere i can put it where nobody's gonna find it i'm gonna stick it up at this cave up behind jimmy's place i know jimmy's a fiend for some cheese he's jimmy is not gonna find it in his cave he's just not going to expect to go to a Mm -mm. cave a cheese cave 
and find it. And they left the cheese in there and they're like, wow, this cheese, these conditions of the cave made the cheese better. There was probably some bats that shit on it. Maybe, maybe a few bugs caught over it. Who knows what else had a sniff of it in the cave. But now you have cave cheese and we're just going to call it Gruyere. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. Like, I don't I don't understand how some people have like come up with these things. You know, like who tastes? All right, perfect example: maggot cheese. Who in their right mind had maggots eating their cheese? And they're like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking put this in my mouth. You know, like who does that? <laughs> I know. Well, at one point we were like, hmm, let, let me put this milk that I would probably use for other things back into the stomach of the animal it came from and see if it makes cheese. Oh no, this maggots in here. But I'm compelled to try it because it doesn't smell that bad. Crazy people. Crazy people in the past. All right. Cheese. You got anything everyone. else on cheese? No, not that I can think of, but I do like cheese. I like juice. Uh, we're going to have to get into an experiment with some cheeses. Yeah, I'm not as adventurous with cheese, but I do love it. I, I do love, like, the classic cheeses, for sure. I, I just... The wildest... One of the wildest things I'll say, though, I've had some cheese that smells like fucking dirty-ass feet. Like, straight up, it smells like some shit between your toes that you need to go to the friggin' doctor and work out what's going on yeah, with your feet. Even provolone can get kind of stinky like that. But it's funny, though. It's weird that when you stick it in your mouth, it doesn't... It just has this, like, flavor, like, volcano. It's just wild that something can smell so foul, but taste so good. There's, there's, a, there's a few things in life I feel like of that. I mean... Maybe we need to try more things is what I'm getting at. Maybe next time you take an ooker dooker on the pot, maybe next, <laughs> next time you take a big old shit and it stinks real bad, you should take a bite. I don't know. Just a suggestion. Uh, I can't do that. No, me but, neither. Uh, it would take me a lot of money to do that. <laughs> what a perfect segue. Perfect to, segue. Well, next. <laughs> All right, everybody. It is time for the official segment called How Much? Your host, Vinny. Uh, hello, thank you. Uh, what do we got? Let's, we've got something on here that's food related. I like to bring it back in based on the theme of the episode. What have I got in here? Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Okay, here we go. This is kind of food. It's kind of like got some cheese kind of themes in there. How much? To drink a stranger's breast milk. <laughs> how much are we talking? Like how? Like how much? Like like. Um. This is important. Uh. Let's. Uh, should we go on like a glass half full, glass half empty? <laughs> yeah, because that like bumps it up. It's not just like yeah, I'll take a little swig. You know, it's. I would say like a solid mouthful, which is basically a shot glass. I think that's a fair amount. Okay. You know, and and this is it's yeah. not like this is going to come from like some you know, someone talking, who has you know, magma this... on her clitoris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Full circle right there, ladies and gentlemen. Bringing it, but right back to the start of the 
podcast where we found out the episode was about cheese. Um, okay. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I would do it for like a good shot glass of breast milk from a stranger, mind you. Um, I'd do it for, let's, let's go with like 150 bucks. Maybe hundred okay. bucks. Maybe I'd do it for a hundred if if you were gonna under try to undercut me. Having had three children and a wife who breastfed all of them, uh, I've tasted breast milk. I was. It's funny. I'm so open about food. There was something so like I don't know that I want to taste it. It's weird. I'm so open to so many things, but even though it came from my wife, I love her. She's happy. She's healthy. I know how good it is for my children. I was breastfed as a baby, I think. Maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. But, okay. But, listen. So much of our diet is, like, three levels removed from what it is now. Like, you... you ne- well, that's the thing. You know? Like, you're never just sucking some, some 2% right out of the cow's udder, you know? Like... Yeah, I, uh... I don't know. Jen kept... I wouldn't say she pressured me, but she was like, you gotta taste it. And I'm like... She's like, it's good enough for your kids. And I was like, why? I feel like I'm being bullied into this situation. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you want a description, it's a little bit sweet. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I'm sure I'll take. Uh, I'm sure when that day comes, I will latch on like a like a young uh, a young little infant. I'll latch right onto that teat, and I'll start sucking. And it'll happen. <laughs> For me, oh, stranger. Oh, that definitely, like, it makes it a little bit more like, you know, and, and it's coming from someone who's perfectly healthy and uh, happy and normal. Uh, I would say 150 is fair because there's still a lot of, like, mystery in the air there. There's just uncertainty that you want to feel a little bit more comfortable with what you're getting paid. So I could definitely lowball it if I had to, but I would say 150 is fair for drinking a stranger's breast milk. Did you know there is a whole market of people out there, uh, mostly bodybuilders, uh, that buy breast milk? Yeah, that's that's weird. I don't know what the I don't know if the protein is that much higher in breast milk. I'm really not sure, but uh, I know there was there was a point like Jim was making enough that and and that it was going to like little bags that sit in your freezer and you warm up later that we considered to try and sell it because we had so much backup breast milk. I was like, what am I going to do? Just make some like rich titty milk, mac and cheese. Like, what are we going to do? Mix it into the coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any little, of it. Uh, breast, breast milk latte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why not? Uh, but yeah, I was that, that I did not know. There's a huge market to sell that shit. And for, for mothers that want to give it to their children, for mothers that overproduce, that can't produce it themselves, that's a big market too. Mm-hmm. I guess there's whole businesses that are uh, around basically screening it and passing it through. They're kind of like the uh, the brokers of the breast milk. Sure. Breast milk brokers, I yeah, guess bre- you call them. Breasty brokers, dude. Yeah, I, I've got my brokers. breast milk broker license over here. Um, yeah, I did hear that. I did know that, that, that it was big with the bodybuilders. I think, I think mostly they just like throw it into a protein shake or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I need to look. I know it's like super nutrient dense. I don't know what the what the purpose of it is. I don't know if it makes your pectorials bigger or something. It must be. There's something. Yeah, there's something there that that helps their titties look bigger. 
Um, I bet maybe yeah, it so, hides so, up the use of roids or something. So one one uh, one fifty, huh? Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of uncertainty with a stranger. There's a lot of things I'm a can be pretty disgusting with how much, but yeah, I I. It's funny, like I said, I, for how open I am about thumb things, it was just something, I don't know if it was just because Jen kept kind of pressuring me. She's like, you're going to try it, you're going to try it, you're going to try it. I'm like, I guess I'm going to try it. Yeah, I would, I, I'll try it for sure, for free, when it, when when we have kids, totally. I, I, I'm interested to, to know what that tastes like. Uh, it's only fair, you know, I'm going to have, um, going to have my kid drinking it, so, you know. A good old Drewski the dad needs to dive in head first. Um, but That's yeah, one Drew, for a stranger, yeah, 150. That's when Drew found out he liked his white Russians with titty milk. That's a drink I'm, I'm afraid to try, but that's for another podcast. Uh, that was How Much with your host, Vincenzo. Good one. Good one. Good one. Cheese. Cheese, everybody. Smile. Cheese. Instead of cheers, let's start saying cheese. Oh, to good health and happiness. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us with the, uh, on this episode. Uh, of course, you can find our podcast basically anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, any other place you find your podcast, it is there. Just search without definite name and we pop up. The first, literally, if you search without definite, I think we're the first one to pop up on Apple Podcasts. Pretty sick. Pretty sick, bro. Just if you type in without? No, no, no. I think I think you also have to type, type in definite, but... Oh. <laughs> that's all right. That's still good enough, right? Even, even without death, I think we would come up first, but... Um, yeah, and, and check out our Instagram page, too. Uh, we are in the middle of kind of re-formatting, uh, not, I don't know, reformatting, re-theming, if you will, for this year um, with all of our previews and, and funny things that, that we post. So so go to our Instagram page, give us a follow, um, and that's where you can really engage with us if you'd like. If you want to talk about Smegma more, we're more than happy to. Um, DM us and we'll get on a we'll get on a video conference and talk to you about smegma and whether or not you need to clean better uh, with your PP and your your VJJ. So, <laughs> all right, Vinny. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. That's that's how this works. Um, every Sunday night, you get to listen to us. So, thank you for listening. Uh, into another episode of Without Definite Aim. We will see you later. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.